If you're a real estate agent and you're tired of cold calling, door knocking, and spending money on ads, then subscribe to this podcast. We discuss leveraging the power of YouTube for your real estate business and how these strategies earned us over $1 million in GCI our first year in real estate. My name is Levi Lassick and my partner is Travis Plum. Let's get started. All right, welcome. This is Passive Prospecting uh, YouTube for Real Estate, where today we're discussing understanding YouTube's platform psychology. I think very interesting. I love to talk about this subject because it's very interesting. And the, the fact that everybody uh, tends to always look at the shiny penny and wonder, uh, you know, get distracted a little bit sometimes. But the question always comes up short form versus long form. And so we kind of want to talk about some of those, uh, you know, what, what people are actually thinking, at least what we think they're thinking whenever it comes to uh, platform psychology and what they're doing. We, we kind of always joke around and say that, you know, think about what people are saying to themselves when they're ready to make a move. Do you think people say, hey, honey, it's time to buy a house. Let's go on Facebook and see what's on the market. Hey, honey, it's time to buy a house. Let's go on Instagram and see if we can find a really cool agent posting really cool market reports or pointy finger videos, right? Or, hey, honey, it's time to buy a house. Let's go on TikTok and see if we can find the best dancing real estate agent. Now, all right, before all the TikTokers and Instagrammers get upset, it's okay. We understand you definitely can do business from there and know a lot of agents that do business from there. Usually a little bit more established, uh, a little bit more of a, a outside brand as well that helps out. But as far as like brand new people building up a significant audience and turning that over into business, uh, I don't hear it as often as I do through YouTube. Now, the thing is, is that Again, we, we talk about this uh, really in the first chapter of the book, Passive Prospecting, Interruption versus Intention-Based Marketing. And I view these platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, I mean, as interruption marketing because as far as I know, most people don't go to start their home search on those platforms. And they're going there to kill time if you're like me. I mean, I don't, I don't consume Instagram except for uh, almost the last part of my diet, uh, last part of my day. <laughs> so, yeah. But at last part of my day, because it's one of those things. It's uh, right, right whenever I'm about to go to bed. I don't know. I just, I got to shut my mind off one way or another, and enable to do that. Uh, you know, for me, it's, it's. Um, that's something I do is I go to short form content because I think it's entertaining, it's funny, it's it's interesting, it can be informative. I, I do learn some things. Uh, I don't really follow real estate, uh, but you know I learn other things, especially for health and nutrition tips. And you know I, I find it very effective. But also I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you the people or those tips that I found helpful. I I typically don't save that stuff a lot. I don't follow the pages. But I guess they do show up in my feed from time to time if I watch it. But otherwise, I'm going there for about 20 minutes of my day at the end of my day because I, I just I got to get my mind off of everything else. I don't want to think about too much. I, I, it's it's kind of like a form of entertainment. If I try to go to Netflix, I end up just scrolling around on Netflix for <laughs> for uh, half an hour anyways, just looking at all the different thumbnails and trying to decide what do I watch. But the thing is about Netflix these days is it seems like everything's a series. Every every show that does look interesting to me is eight to twelve episodes, and I'm and I'm like I don't want to get caught up in a series. Uh, so it seems like everything's a series out there. Uh, so I, you know, and if I jump on there, I end up just scrolling aimlessly, looking at all the different thumbnails and options on Netflix. So. For me, it's like if I just want to kind of shut down, relax, and not think about anything, I'll, I'll go and, and check out some Instagram reels. And uh, I'm not in the mood to purchase anything. I'm not in the mindset to purchase anything. I'm not in the mindset to consume long-form content. Just something quick, easy. I've got a time frame because I'm, I'm about to get, uh, you know, about to go to bed. For me, I, I work on staying on the same schedule. And Zach, if you end up sticking around, I do want to get to you uh, to kind of, Zach's one of the agents on our team. And so uh, he's worked with a lot of YouTube clients. So I'd love to kind of hear his perspective on that here in a little bit um, after I finish this up. But uh, the thing is, is that 
I'm not going there with intentionality. So when we say interruption versus intention, I really don't have intention when I go to these short form platforms except for entertainment, you could say, uh, or uh, just getting my mind off of the day or trying to relax. Now, the thing is, is that some real estate stuff does pop up in my feed and I'll look at that from a producer standpoint versus a consumer. So if that happens, somebody's doing a house tour or something like that, which is usually the case, I will, I'll check it out and I'm going to watch it and see the angles they shoot, uh, you know, just the music, all, all that stuff, the text. Um, so that's, that's the stuff I'm looking at. And whenever I'm looking at Instagram and short form content, I am looking at it from a creator standpoint as well versus just, uh, just consuming to consume. So there, I guess there is a little bit of intent behind it, a little bit of a learning, uh, but at the same time, I'm not going there seeking out information. I'm really just going to see what shows up in my feed. And I think a lot of people do that as well. And so it's one of those things where, uh, you know, if you devote time, energy and effort there and really focus on it, I, I do know agents that, that have d turned over business. Now, the other piece of that, respectfully, is I, I haven't heard uh, people doing the amount of business we're doing through YouTube. So to me, that's always an indication. Anytime I want to learn uh, from someone, I'm always interested in their results. I want to know. I want to make sure that they are they are in a better place than I am or a direction I'm heading in or a destination I want to get to because if I've already passed them up, could I learn something from them? Yes, but they're probably not going to coach or teach me to high levels. Just like uh, we we used to be a part of the the Tom Ferry organization coaching, and it was funny because the first coach they placed us with literally told us he was not qualified, which I'm, I appreciate that, but he told us, I'm not qualified to, to coach you guys. He's like, I, I haven't done the production you've done, and I haven't any of the video experience that you have. So he's like, I'm not really sure I'm going to be a great fit. And that was really good self-awareness on his part to be able to handle that. And, and so, um, you know, and so that was, that was good insight there, but that's the things whenever I learn from somebody or want to grow from somebody, I want to know what their results are and what they've done and what they've accomplished because I want to make sure that I'm spending my time with, with people that are taking me in the direction I want to go. So I just haven't seen from the other platforms yet somebody that has done um, more volume than what we've done on the production side from a, a social platform. And there's probably some out there, but I, I haven't met anybody and I go to a lot of conferences and they'll they'll talk on stage a lot of times some people won't disclose their results sometimes they will but anytime I've heard those results there's not they're not as much as what we're doing through YouTube so I, I just believe um, YouTube is the conversion king and long-form content is where it's at and uh, again Facebook is, is that really where people are going to search which is why you know people struggle with Facebook ads. I mean, anybody and their dog can turn on Facebook ads for you uh, this day and age. And even if you spend $10 a day, you know, that's a relatively low budget. $300 a month is, is very, very inexpensive for marketing of any kind, uh, especially for real estate. And the numbers are pretty much always the same. You could spend $300 a month on Facebook. You're probably going to get close to 100 leads per month. But Again, interruption platform, people are not necessarily searching on Facebook uh, to learn or uh, you know research their next move. So yes, you capture 100 leads, amazing. Guess what you do? You call every single one of them <laughs> because that's what you're supposed to do. You call every single one and literally 99 of them will be, I'm not in the market, uh, I was just clicking on that thing or I thought the house was cool or I was interested in the free report or this or that. You know, they, they typically don't say, uh, well, one of them will say, oh yeah, I'm absolutely in the market, you know, or interested or yes, please tell me more. And that is the average uh, ratio when it comes to Facebook is around 1%. If that, I think it's even going lower now. 3% at the highest, at the absolute highest. And that was probably at the peak a, a few years ago. You know, so still you'd have to call through a hundred people to get one, possibly three at the most uh, that were interested. Otherwise, now you've got 97 people in your database. Awesome. Great. But are they in the market? Who knows? Maybe they won't be for the next 12, 18, 24, 36, 48 months. 
And what happens the next month? Well, you get another 100 leads, and the next month another 100. And by the third month, when you have three, 400 leads, if you don't start putting the right systems in place, the right processes, uh, you know, VAs, assistants, adding team members, whatever the case may be, that's going to be almost impossible to keep up with. And especially if you get in a month four or five or six, you're going to have a lot of leads, uh, most that are not intentional, and uh, most you probably have never had a conversation with because most won't answer the phone even though they filled out the form. And again, why? Because they're on that platform not necessarily looking for real estate. So that's something that just goes into with everything that we talk about where YouTube is a search engine. YouTube is the second largest search engine behind Google and Google owns YouTube so their search is going to go hand in hand and anytime we post something on YouTube we've got a good opportunity that it shows up in Google as well which is great and so people that start their search on Google guess what they're likely in research mode they'll get pulled over and they get pulled over and then they're probably in the mental mindset, the psychology to watch long form content if they're in research mode. Allow me to take a quick break to remind you that we have very important links in the description below. If you want the full story of how we closed over 1 million in commissions our first year and over 2.3 million in commissions our second year, check out the first link. Also, you have the link to our number one Amazon best-selling book, Passive Prospecting. Last, if you enjoy this podcast and you're a giving person, leave a five-star review, please. Now back to the episode. And now you have somebody who's intentional. And instead of chasing after and going after uh, everyone through interruption marketing, uh, then you're letting intentional people come to you. A completely different ballgame. Completely different ball game. It makes your life a lot easier, and it makes uh, it makes your job a lot easier and a lot more enjoyable and fun. Because uh, I, like I always say, I love sales, hated prospecting. Didn't want to, you know, spend all my time prospecting, which is what I did before. So, you know, those types of things you just have to, you know, look at. And when we find the intentional people, or the intentional people find us on these platforms, they get dialed in. They get dialed in. We see this on our analytics uh, on the back end of our channel. 55% of our traffic still to this day is from, I'll even give you the updated. I mean, that's pretty much, that's correct. Uh, let me see. I'll even pull it for, just do a quick check, device type, and even do over the lifetime of, of the channel just to give you the most accurate I didn't look at this beforehand, so if I get, all right, good. It's still pretty much the same. Think about this. Out of 2.1 million views, 2.1 million views on our channel, 46% uh, is mobile phone, which means 54% of our traffic comes from TV, computers, and tablets. Think about that. They say 80% of the traffic online is mobile, but on our analytics, 50 4% of our traffic comes from TV, computer, and tablet. Those are research devices. Those, those are intentional devices. That's when people are ready to dig. I mean, if you're watching YouTube on your TV, think about that. You're sitting on your couch, uh, maybe even laying in bed. I think of where's a TV at in the house. It's probably in the living room or it's probably in the bedroom or both. And so if they're watching it on TV, that's probably the two spots they're watching it on is on their couch or in bed. And think about how intentional that person or that couple is if they're watching your videos on their couch or in their bed. Extremely intentional. Plus the average view duration on those is nine minutes and 33 seconds. Of course, this is where everybody says attention spans are dead these days, which is a why you're supposed to be a dancing real estate agent on TikTok. But that's not the case. You look at our analytics and the average view duration on TV is nine minutes and 33 seconds. That's a lot. They say it takes six minutes of video consumption for somebody to start to develop a relationship with you, which means if you're doing it all through short form, they're going to have to see a minimum of six of your videos if they're all at one minute each. If they're 30 seconds each, they're gonna have to see 12 of your videos. So still, let's say 12 to 18 videos of short form content that they will have to see of yours to even get close and not even close really to what we're getting the very first time somebody watches a video. The very first time somebody watches a video, 
uh, even on tablets, six minutes. Computers, almost six minutes as well. So we're almost reaching that six minute threshold in the very first video uh, because the videos are longer than one minute. I mean, I guess you can do three minutes now on TikTok and Instagram, I believe, but even longer than three minutes, you're getting the opportunity there to really provide information and value and the view durations as we can see. And guess what? Mobile phone on mobile phone on a YouTube for us, average view duration is four minutes, four minutes and eight seconds. So again, that tells you when somebody's on their mobile phone, think about their psychology is there. Now, are they doing deep, deep research on their mobile phones? Probably not. Uh, are they in the best environment to consume long form content on their mobile phone? Uh, not likely, although I do know some people that will just watch videos on their phones, uh, long videos, you know, in bed. Uh, so, so that may be the case, but still the analytics really speak to everything uh, of what we're doing as far as long form content being uh, the best form and as far as the best conversion rate. So I think that's really interesting. 2.1 million views and it's still the case where 54% of our traffic comes from TV, computer, and tablet. And this, this also plays into the fact that if you're sharing that content, which is something that we've never recommended, as far as sharing content onto other platforms, again, you have to think about the platform psychology. So if we post a YouTube video, we get all excited and then we want to post it everywhere. We want to put it on our Facebook and Instagram and, and everything else. And uh, you put it in your stories with the link to, hey, new YouTube video out. All right. Well, is that where people are just dying to watch your next YouTube video when they're scrolling on Instagram? Mm, I mean, maybe, maybe, but I don't, I, I'm not counting on that. But if you've never noticed before, you will notice it now. If you click on a YouTube video from one of those platforms, which by the way, those platforms will kill your engagement as well. If you post a YouTube video, uh, you know, which takes uh, is taking people off of that platform, that platform is going to suppress that vid that 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 post. I mean, we have a private Facebook group for uh, our for passive prospecting. I mean, it's private for any of you can join as long as you're nice and you can go on Facebook and search passive prospecting, you'll find the Facebook group. Uh, you you know, once you once you're in, it's a private group, but I if I post a a YouTube video in there and I'm the creator of of the Facebook group and the admin and the top contributor and uh, the most engaged, uh, always comp, you know, anything. If I post a link to a YouTube video in there, I maybe get 50, and we have a couple of thousand people over, over uh, 2.2300 uh, people in our Facebook group, 2300. If I post that in there, guess what? You know what my reach is? It's like 45. They, even in my own private Facebook group, Facebook will not, uh, push that YouTube video out to the group because it's going to pull them off a platform. And again, people are on Facebook are probably not in the mindset or mood to watch a 20 or 30 or 40 minute video. You know, think about it. If I'm scrolling aimlessly at night to kill some time and uh, get my mind off of everything and I see a YouTube video that does interest me, and I click over and I'm like, whoa, 30 minutes, 35 minutes? No way I'm watching that, I'm clicking back. But also if you've noticed what happens in that scenario is it opens up YouTube in a browser, not the app. So if that's the case, then, uh, then somebody's clicking over, basically incognito, they're not logged in, YouTube can't track it, they don't know where that person's coming from, they watch five to 10 seconds of the video and they go, oh, this is a 30 minute video. I don't got time for that. I want to get back to my reels. And they jump back. And now somebody's watched your video for five, 10, 15 seconds, jump back. YouTube doesn't know who it is, but they've logged that view duration as 15, 30, 45 seconds of your video. And it's 30 minutes. That's, that's not going to do well for the video. Now that also depends on how much traffic you're getting on these other platforms. Then, uh, you know, it may not be a lot. I mean, but, and then, you know, if it is a lot and you have some loyal people, maybe, maybe a couple of them might watch, but most of them will probably jump off and go back to their short form content. So you want to play into the psychology of what people are thinking. What are, what are their intentions? What are they in the mood to consume? Which, uh, again, that is, 
something that you want to think about as far as when and where and how you're posting this type of content. So from that standpoint, it's uh, it's just something that you want to keep in mind and, and stay on top of and, and just look at, if you have a YouTube channel now, look at your analytics. Go to device type and click on there and check it out and see where your traffic is coming from as far as devices. See what your view durations are. Uh, you know, so we're averaging over six minutes whenever you average them all out. So I think that's pretty good because again, uh, can you still hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. I was getting a phone call. Uh, so, you know, so that's, that's the case. And you just want to think about, um, what mood and what mindset people are in when they're ready to consume content and they're going to YouTube uh, to consume content, long form content. I mean, I don't know of anybody, I mean, I know shorts are doing well on YouTube, but at the same time, I don't really know a lot of people, including myself, that goes to YouTube to watch shorts. Actually, whenever I go to kill time at night, if I'm going to watch, I go to Instagram Reels. I just go and check that out. I don't go to YouTube Shorts, I guess, because I'm, I'm still in the psychology of going to Instagram for short-form content. But if I want to learn, I want to research, and I want to dig in, guess where I'm going? I'm going to YouTube. You know, I want to learn. I want to be educated. And, and I'm ready to, to watch a 20, 30, 40-minute video. Um, you know, sometimes I'll even put on a YouTube video when I go to work out versus a podcast, you know, same difference. I mean, I have the premium service, so, uh, you know, I can, I can have it on background play and that sort of thing. So I can lock my phone and still listen to it. But now podcasting, uh, has become number one on YouTube. YouTube is the number one platform for podcasting. Not a lot of people know that or even believe that. They think Apple, iTunes, and Spotify are the leaders, but but uh, it is it is YouTube is the number one podcasting platform. And this is something else where you know Joe Rogan really really proved this point when you know when he's releasing two to three hour. Uh, sometimes four hour interviews and he's getting the views and the view duration that he's getting and the subscribers. It just shows that when people are dialed in or interested in a subject or wanting to learn more, they're, they're in there. They're ready to go. You know, they're good to go. So, um, but whenever you get those people to call in, that's the game changer. Zach, are you there? Are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? What's up, man? How are you doing? Good, man. How about you? Doing well. So Zach's a part of our team here in Dallas. So, uh, you know, tell us your experience, what it's like, uh, especially because here's the question, too. People are always wondering, well, don't they just ask for Levi? <laughs> you know, they want to just talk to Levi. Uh, well, we 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 defer that, right? So uh, whoever is talking to that person will say, oh, well, Levi's out filming right now, but here's one of our team members. Or, you know, Zach might answer the phone. And sometimes, because we have the phone on a round robin too, or not for, uh, uh, do we have that on YouTube or is that just on the, not on YouTube. But anyways, when, when Zach gets that lead, he'll usually be the first person uh, to establish contact with them. So Zach, tell us uh, what it's kind of like whenever you first get on the phone or a Zoom with somebody. Uh, do they even does it even do I even come up or do they just kind of like get right into it and start telling you everything you need to know? Yeah, my experience, um, I've never really had anybody say, "Hey, can I speak to Levi?" Usually what I get is when we're going through the conversation, I'm going through my processes and systems, um, people will usually at some point make a comment of, oh, yeah, like Levi's been so helpful. Like we watch so many videos um, and then people are like, he's like a celebrity to us. Um, so people more so see you as just somebody that they expect to only see on YouTube. Um, I've never really had somebody like, oh, no, I only want to talk to Levi. They're very, very open to connecting with the team member. And I think they're just super grateful that somebody does get back to them as quick as we do and that we have a team there to help people instead of it just being you on YouTube and then you answering the phone. 
Thank you. Actually, I never thought of it that way. Like the expectation is, is that I'm just the person on YouTube. That's funny. Like maybe like I don't even exist almost. That's, uh, that's funny. Okay, good. And so, and then, uh, working with those clients, how have they been? Do you feel like they've been very intentional? Do they make decisions quickly? Yeah. I mean, I would say 90% of the people that I've worked with, they have all been very intentional. These people know what they want. Um, sometimes it might be a little slow because just whatever they're looking for isn't on the market at the exact time that they call in. But it's definitely a night and day difference from like an Instagram lead or Facebook versus YouTube. And I mean, even in this market still, one of the last deals that I put under contract, we we talked on the phone once. Um, I walked into the house to do a listing presentation. They were already sold and basically said, hey, we're going to work with you, but we still want to see what you can do. And then 14 days after that, I put them under contract on their new build. So, it, I mean, it's these people know what they want, man. I mean, they just they watch the YouTube. They see what we're about. They feel connected to us, and like a lot of that trust is already there. So it's really like, how do you communicate with them once we're talking to them on the phone, and do they feel comfortable with us as well? And if so, it's like it's it's usually a pretty quick process. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's good. Uh, Chrissy, well, thanks for that, Zach. Is there anything else you want to add, or is that you think that pretty much covers it? I mean, if you got any other questions, I'm happy to answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we might come back to that here in a minute. So, uh, Chrissy, was there anything you wanted to add in there for uh, platform psychology? Yeah, well, it's something that I kind of mention um, from time to time in different trainings, but just thinking about a local niche down strategy versus just a general SEO strategy is something we talk about a lot. When you're talking to local people who are looking for a local service, you're going to find that they're a lot more intentional, which is why this strategy works so well for somebody who's working in a local community. Um, I Before I actually worked in the real estate space, I also worked with um, a lighting company and they did this exact same type of thing on a different platform but it worked extremely well for them because those people were so intentional about their about their searches down to the location so that's why it's so important for you to use local seo strategies when you're on youtube because of the intentionality behind it you're not going to have as many of kind of the broad scope type of key phrases and you know people are not just there to browse they really do have some reason to be looking for your videos and YouTube and video is the best, most efficient way to capture those people. It not only is it the most engaging type of content when you think about all the different types of mediums we have at our disposal now, but you're also talking local video, which you can't really get more niche down than that. So if you're really keeping that in mind when you're creating your videos um, and when you're creating your YouTube channel, optimizing all of your different platforms, you're going to be a lot more successful than if you try to go at it from a broad perspective because think about the consumer think about the customer experience that's what youtube was created around was creating an awesome customer experience and when you're niching down to the local level it's really easy to capture those people which is why youtube is so effective yep awesome well let's see here uh well we got mr clark up here clark uh you're i see you're new so you want to introduce yourself? Are you a real estate agent? You don't have much of a bio filled out, so I'm not sure if you're a, a, a spammer or a real person. If you uh, want to ask a question or, or contribute to the conversation. Hi. Um, yeah, I actually just got my real estate license emailed to me today. Oh, nice. Congrats. Um, joined the group yesterday. Um, I'm here in Panama City Beach, Florida. And looking just to kill it on YouTube and um, utilize technology and be progressive about um, utilizing technology to f- um, get into a kind of a niche market where nobody here is doing that. So yeah, yeah, man, that's a good area too, man. I mean, any any beach town, you, I feel like you've got it made. Yeah, I, uh, I actually just joined um, England Volkers on 30A. Um, and I got 
connected through one of my friends that was there, kind of like you, that has been on me trying to get me to do real estate and was a, I was in insurance before that and really just didn't want to be the person that was cold calling all the time and annoying my friends and family. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, came across your video and I was like, okay, I think I could get kind of behind this. And, um, I was a, I was a teacher prior to this as well. And so just didn't want to dive in too, too deep. I want to do my research first and talk to uh, one of your team members yesterday. And he really just sold it to me and I was like, yeah, let's do it. So, um, I'm excited to be here. Glad to be a part of the team and, um, ready to just get it rocking and rolling. Well, that's awesome, Clark, man. Happy for you, and that's uh, that's great news, man. Starting off, I, that's that's a great way to do it, right there. But uh, you got a great area, Beach Town, Florida, one of the top relocation spots as well. So you got a lot of things in your favor, other than interest rates. But <laughs> you right. know, uh, but hey, we've still been able to attract uh, quite a bit of business this year. Uh, we've done over. I'd have to look at exact numbers. I know we've done over 30 million so far. We did that through June, um, over 30 million, just uh, just under a million in GCI in okay. the first half of uh, 2023, which is 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 a little off pace from last year. But we also didn't have seven percent interest rates last year, so I will take uh, 30 million dollars in volume with seven percent interest rates any day of the week. You know, so so the opportunity is there, man. Just stay consistent, Um, you know, follow the process, whatever you do, don't quit and don't don't have huge gaps, you know, so just just stay consistent. Just slow and steady wins the race. Yep. Well, awesome, man. I'll tell you what, those Florida channels do really, really well. Yeah, there's a there's real there's a really good future ahead um, here. Everywhere from Panama City Beach all the way to Destin, there um, there was a community that just got approved for a hundred thousand new homes over the next fifteen years. Um, so wow, that's awesome! Really excited about that to start as well. Yeah, you, those Florida channels—they are uh, all of the ones that I have watched uh, have done extremely well. You know, so good things ahead. Sure. If you know how to do them, right? Because we had, uh, we had, I love the story. It's actually, he's on our passive prospecting YouTube channel, but the story of Chris Snow, who was in Jacksonville, Florida, and had a channel for five years and only 22 subscribers and was still making videos. And I would have definitely quit way, way before that. But he stayed consistent making videos, but just didn't understand any of the back end or you know really how to structure things correctly and you know we started to help them out and within six months over 600 subscribers and 60 clients in in his pipeline 60 clients uh, a couple of deals closed uh, several pending and then you know he says he's got like 20 people that are just waiting if, if interest rates drop an inch he says he's got 20 people right on the fence ready to roll so i mean just to be able to build up your pipeline that in that manner within you know six months is is a huge opportunity yeah you talking about building the understanding the back end um over covid i grew um my own business completely on social media and it was really just grinding and on my own trying to figure it out and it took me a couple of years to really understand it. So I, I realized the importance of understanding that. But YouTube is one that is just a whole other monster. And I see the benefit of joining a team that has already done the hard work in figuring that out and wanting to help other people learn that too. Um, I've been a teacher for the last five years and I'm just now getting out of that. But um being able to teach other people that is kind of a passion of mine so i really appreciate you guys doing that and being able to share that with us as well oh yeah for sure teachers always do well on youtube <laughs> it's like mostly they usually always do well so well cool let me uh uh is that it clark did we answer all your questions or yeah that's great i'm just hopping on trying to figure out how this whole system works so thanks for letting me come on and introduce myself and be a part of the team okay cool uh, Marilyn, what's up? How are you? 
if you're there, did you have a question or a contribution or are you just hanging out? All right, John, John Coley, are you there? Oh, Ann? Sure, I don't even know how I popped up here, but I'm pretty new. I've um, been signed up for a little while. I'm out of Vegas. I'm a realtor. Nice. Um, was, was also a teacher um, and a mother of four. So really busy, just joined a great team. Um, and I think I've just, I'm a huge believer of like just take action and get going. So I signed up with you, gosh, I don't know four or five months ago and I have not taken action. I've read the transcripts. I think I'm just nervous to get going. Okay. But, um, so now I'm just like, okay, you know what? Do it. I've been doing this. Like, let's, let's move forward. Cause I can see, especially joining a team and having a little bit of my commission go to my team lead. Um, actually a lot of it, 40% of it. Um, Holy I'm like, I know <laughs> we get Zillow leads and it's great. So it's there. It is a vessel to get me where I want to go in um, in some sort of respect, um, because I'm learning, I'm getting a lot of quick experience, but you see a lot of your commission leave. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? I think I've got the hang of this now. I should have started my YouTube channel and been on, um, you know, just sort of get, should have gotten going. But, um, anyway, so I know you've talked about a little bit in the past. And so you probably answered this in the past. I just don't know the answer to it. Um, how do you, so I, my thought process was like, get going and film the longer, portions for youtube and then you can chop them up into short reels for instagram or whatever correct is that yes. the idea yes you can do that yes oh is that what you do so i i mean we do I, so we uh we do have videos that get chopped up for instagram and tiktok but i will say okay. that that my instagram or tiktok doesn't well first of all my 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 instagram is more for agent education versus real estate business. Okay. So that's how I found you. So that makes okay. sense. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but we have a team, we have a team channel uh, that we just, you know, started to grow and that we, we do a little bit of both. I think anytime you're creating content for a platform, it's always best to create what's called native content means, uh -huh. which means you're creating content specifically for that platform. So, you know, okay. that would that would be ideal. If you want to create content for short form, it is best to turn a camera vertical and, you know, speak directly to that camera or, you know, kind of curate your content for that. However, you can do repurpose content. And and we've done that. Like if I do a, a pros and cons video sitting at my desk and I'm looking at that camera, that uh -huh. that can be chopped up and I can easily have like the left and right side of me cropped off so it looks it'll it'll fit for a vertical video. Okay. Uh, the only problem is is that if you have text or B-roll or something like that in your video and it and it goes with that clip, it's not going to be formatted correctly for short form. So, uh -huh. um, but yeah, you can do it absolutely and and uh, you just have to have a good editor or if you're doing that, you've just got to find the right clips, you know, the right 15, 30, 45, 60 second clips that will still make sense for the short form platform. So yes, you can absolutely double up that way and and create content for the other platforms without okay. creating content. Okay, so I pay for the editing for you guys. I think twelve videos when I signed up. So you guys do that, correct? We do. We do the long form, yeah. Okay, so the, when long form is filmed, I'm sorry if this is so amateur, but the long form is filmed um, horizontal, correct? Correct. Okay. Okay. Got it. Just making sure. So but, Instagram, anything short is vertical. Yep, and all that, and all that footage you have to where. Um, Chrissy, have we gotten, I know that's something we're working on just because we have a lot of people asking about short form as well. Do we have that in place yet for short form or are we still working on that? Yeah, we're still working on that program. Hopefully we'll be able to launch that sometime this year. But yeah, the long okay. form we've, we've got for you, no problem. Okay, cool. So I'll just focus on long form and then when you guys do short form, I'll just... Well, okay, now, cool. and now you can, I mean, you can go inside YouTube. Once that video is posted, YouTube has uh, ways that you can clip out your own short form content and, and, you know, so they've added those features in there. You just have to play around with it and probably and watch a YouTube video on it and it'll show you how you can, uh, you know, do that yourself yeah. where you don't have to worry about editing. You just have to find like the 15, 20, 30, 40 second clips that are cohesive and just clip the front and the back end and it'll, okay. it'll make some short form for you. And then also it'll link to that, that main video. So if it gets published on YouTube Shorts, 
and somebody okay. finds it, they have the opportunity to link back to your main video. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Some of this is a uh, this sound. This sounds simple, but some of it gets a little. So I'll just, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> let's just start simple. Um, do you guys have? Um, do you guys have a bunch of people in Vegas signed up with you? Do you know? Uh, I mean, we've had a few. It really just comes down to the consistency. I know one, uh, the the guy that we had doing the best uh, kind of shifted to a national channel. So okay. he, he took emphasis off of Vegas, and now he's doing, uh, now he's doing, his name is Anthony Candia. And he does, uh, he, he's kind of going by the relocation king now. So I've seen him make videos on Florida and I think Texas. I think he's going after, uh, we haven't been able to catch up because I wanted to ask him about the strategy, but I think he's just, he's making videos about other areas in the, in the country and, and, and trying to become, I, I think just a referral agent across oh, okay. the U S you know, so that's kind of his strategy. And I know. I know a couple of agents that have larger audiences, but in that case, when you have a national audience, that's their main source of income usually is referrals. And you think okay. about that, that's only 25% potential for each transaction as to where yeah. we're hyper-focused on our own market and mm-hmm. you know, turning over that business is going to turn over much bigger commissions. Right. Well, and then also referrals, you know? Yeah. I mean, just everybody that I've done my little Zillow leads, yes, it's like heartbreaking to see my tiny little commissions. But, but on the other hand, um, I worked really hard because they were my first couple clients, and so therefore, they're like they've done Zillow reviews. They they were just awesome. I mean, so I can see the benefit, but now I want that and the bigger commissions, you know, and just to bring in my own clients. So yeah, like like I think it was Clark. He said he was a teacher, and he just doesn't want to constantly bother his own you know, his own friends and family. So I'm on the same boat. And, and plus, like, not everybody wants to sell right now. You know, Vegas is hot, um, hot market right now, which is great. But, you know, it's great to have your own business. So it's great. I, lo- I love this idea. Yeah, cold calling. No, that's why I joined a team with Zillow Leads because they're all warmed up. Cold calling was, it was just a huge, like, three hours of a, w- a w- waste of time, really. You know, I felt like. So, yeah, I found you, and I think this will be this will be a key, hopefully. Okay. Oh, it will yeah. be. It will be. You just have to be. You just have to be the. the Thank you. The, the, the lock of that key. Okay. Good. Thank you. Thank you for your time. I appreciate that. All right. You're welcome. Hey, yeah, we. I've worked. Oh, I'm sorry, Marilyn. Yeah, I was just gonna say, and to wrap up, we've worked with a couple of people in Vegas, and those videos also tend to do pretty well when we work with them, the editing squad. So I can't wait to work with you. Yep. Yeah. There's definitely traction and interest in Vegas. Uh, Marilyn. Yeah, sorry. We're about to leave. But um, I had a quick question. You had mentioned about, um, you know, posting your um, links of YouTube on on other platforms. What about Google? Uh, Where would you be posting them? On my Google business page as an update. You know, so I put my blog, you know, put a little bit, and then I learn now. And so I, I, you know, tag, uh, geotag my thumbnail to fit it and then i just yeah yeah i mean put the link to the youtube yes i think on your google business page i think that's fine uh that's that's actually the only place we have our youtube channel linked is on there where because you think about it people on google are typically signed in and they're typically in research mode so if they do come across your google business profile and they click and it takes them to youtube then I think that's a that that is a place, and that's where we do have our YouTube channel posted. So yeah, I think uh, updates or things like that. If you want to do that inside there, that's the safest place to do it. Which on Google, I don't know what the numbers are, but I was like, oh okay. So, so and I just want to say thank you so much because we've had a YouTube channel for a long time, and Chrissy, I spoke with you, and I redid our channel, a new channel, and I did exactly what you guys were saying, and. I mean, I've gotten views and and, uh, and and subscribers organically, which has really motivated me because before it was mainly just ads that I was doing. Um, I was a Tom Ferry protege, and that's what I was coached to say to do. <laughs> and um, but now it's working, and we got our first call yesterday. Awesome. Um, you know, so I'm excited. We're excited. My husband and I are a team. But anyhow, 
just want to thank you guys because all the information you're sharing is so uh, vital and it's something that, you know, I've learned a lot on SEO. And so I really appreciate all your guys' efforts on just helping us. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let me ask you real quick. Uh, were you running YouTube ads or are you talking about just running ads on other platforms? I was running strictly YouTube ads, but I was also running ads on Facebook and they got so persnickety. Um, there's some issues which I'm about to just get off of Facebook anyhow, but, um, <laughs> yep. you know, they're just, they're just, you know, monitoring everything. So, but it was mainly YouTube ads and I was getting, you know, of course, subscribers and all these views, but they were not returning. They were only watching. My view time was only less than 30 seconds. Whereas right now with what the content that we're putting out following your format, our average view time is about five, about five and some seconds, which we're excited because yay, yep. <laughs> you know, even if it's a 20 minute video and they're there for five minutes or three minutes, hey, at least they watched it. And, and so we're excited. We're getting better, but you know, we're about to do another video. We're on our way in this hundred and five degree weather <laughs> so. oh yeah it's amazing right <laughs> yes. you, you have to <laughs> a, a little tip for that you got to start at eight in the morning <laughs> i know but we were running behind we have some other issues with our kids you know so we're running behind schedule but we're gonna do it anyhow we're committed <laughs> awesome well happy to hear that thank that's amazing thank you that's great, Marilyn. Well, and I think that's a great point, too, just kind of coming back to our topic today. When you do kind of start to take into account these platform psychology tips and tricks that we talk about, it doesn't really have to take a long time for you to see impact. Even if it's small, small, small increases on a local channel actually makes a big impact as, as a whole. So, you know, when you go in and you actually redo your, the SEO in the back end, you add your tags, you go in and you start to tweak your headlines and start putting some of those local hashtags in, in the copy, start doing, you know, all of these different things that we talk about, it can really make a difference very, very quickly for you. And you can change your audience by just switching up your SEO and understanding what the mindset is of people who are coming in and searching your channel. So yeah, I would really encourage you that if you haven't had a chance to go through our program or you haven't read our book or, or something along those lines, just go and make some of these small changes and just see what it does for your channel. See the impact. It really does make a big difference very quickly. Awesome. All right. I've got a couple of more minutes. Uh, we also have Jennifer. What's up, Jennifer? I haven't spoken with you in quite some time. How are you doing? If you're there. Hey, I am. I am here. And uh, I just wanted to jump on and say thank you again to Chrissy, who did an amazing job at taking us through our uh, our channels, mine included, uh, a couple weeks ago. Nice. M much appreciated. And the, the depth that you guys are teaching now um, it's just, it's just the evolution has been incredible and I'm looking forward to actually going back into the course and learning more, uh, cause it's just, it's time to go back in. So my channel is slowly growing and, uh, I, I'm definitely repurposing. We're, we're, you know, we're cutting it up. So it's vertical and putting it on Google, putting it on, you know, all the socials except TikTok cause I'm anti TikTok. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, the phone hasn't rung yet. And I think that a big part of that is going back to your point about getting that SEO correct. I'm getting, I'm getting views, but I'm not, you know, nothing has exploded. And other than one person, you know, calling, you know, I haven't converted yet. And so I'm really looking forward to doing that work. Uh, so I just want to say thank you. Okay. Awesome. It's just a matter of time now. And, um, yeah, it's just a matter of time. But good to hear from you. Yeah, I'm, sh I'm shooting long form and more of a Brad McCallum style. Okay. Um, which is which suits me. And I guess the one thing, you know, I just really want to share is that I think if you do it your way, so to speak, then that's where the passion comes in. And then you never get tired of doing it. And so for that, um, I love that you are doing it your way and that I get to go out there and take all your education um, that you're sharing so generously and then do it my way and let's see where it goes. Yeah, it's a really a great point. I mean, I think w something we always encourage everyone to do is 
is use what we have as a as a framework. I mean, it's it's the it's the framing of it, and you want to adapt it to fit your personality. You know, uh, SEO optimization, all that stuff. I mean, that's pretty uh, pretty much the same, just depending upon your city. But how you create the content, uh, you know, we can give you the the content ideas and the titles and the topics and. Uh, you know, but you got to you got to find your own voice, and and that is just something that will come through a lot better on videos as long as you're not trying to be somebody else, and that's what's going to attract people. So even if there are multiple people in your area, which I'm pretty sure there are now, no matter where you're at, there there's you know these channels are starting to grow more and more, and it's it's that's what's going to help you stand out from everyone else is your personality and how people see you and, and, you know, the connection they have with you and wanting to work with you. So regardless of somebody else that has more views or more subscribers, if they're not that interesting <laughs> or, uh, you know, you think you can do things better, that's what you want to, th I'm always thinking, I'm always thinking, okay, how do I do this better? Or if I see something and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Okay, maybe we can incorporate that, but, you know, let's put our own twist on it and then also let's see if we can do it a lot better. And so, uh, you know, just always staying on top of, of uh, your game and working on improvement. And I think that is, uh, it's one of our core values here at our company is process, you know, uh, so that we can, it's actually, we consistently improve so we can be better than yesterday. So, you know, that's a core value of ours is through the process, the part of the process is the learning, you know, it is the, it is the journey. It is what's getting you there. And I think we've all, you know, reached de destinations before and you're kind of like, okay, all right, well, it took me, you know three months, six months, eight months, nine months, 12 months, 18 months to get to some goal you were trying to achieve. And then you worked so hard and you had so much passion during it. And once you achieved it, you're kind of like, okay, cool. All right. Well, all right. What's the next thing now? <laughs> now I got to set the new one. And, and uh, that's the whole concept behind the infinite game. Uh, the book by Simon Sinek is that's what he's talking about then uh, you, you play the infinite game. I mean, you are achieving goals, you are reaching milestones, but it's really how do you work past that and keep going and, and, and work towards the, the end game. Uh, all right, well, I got yeah. a couple. I and got then when you get there, you go somewhere else. Yep, there you go. But yeah, that, that is, a, thank you for validating that. It's, uh, it's greatly appreciated. And if I could say to anyone and the person who was just on, like it took me, you know, really long time to quote unquote get going. And I'm a researcher and I thought, okay, I've got my process down and this is what's going to happen. And I can tell you just by virtue of making these, you know, half dozen, less than a dozen long form videos at this point, I can tell you my process has really changed and evolved. And at the end of the day, the only way to do it is learn by doing so if I can encourage anyone I can tell you that my my process which I thought I was so smart man I've learned a lot and uh again it gets down to the doing and then putting in into into practice all the things that you guys share on the back end awesome thank you uh all right John well John John keeps coming off mute so I'm assuming you got something you want to add in there John yes quick question uh, mine is about a couple of videos that I have that, I fit, that I'm worried are messing up my YouTube algorithm um, because they don't have anything really to do with real estate. Um, and they're like about my my wife bought an electric car. And so I did some videos on it and they have done relatively well for me. Um, like they're number two and three in my rolling 365 views, but they don't have anything to do with real estate. Um, and um, just for a little context, I've had my, had my, account for, since like 07 i've got 600 and something videos about 500k total views about 970 subscribers and this the video that i'm talking about has about 3,000 views and like that's that's really really good for me and i got one that's like got 85k views a couple that have 20k but i'm just a little worried that there's something that's like you know has is that is top five and i look at my 365 rolling views i'm worried that it's throwing my algorithm off do you say they're electric car videos? Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely nothing to do with real estate. It's, I'm re I was reviewing like an Audi 
Q4 that my wife bought that was relatively new at the time. I, I did it like a year and a half ago. And those videos are still getting good views. And I just think, well, should I just pause those? What was the What was the goal for those videos? The goal was just, at the time um, was just to get some views and hoping I'd get some subscribers. But since I've you know read your book and um, started implementing some of your changes, that's gotten me worried that I'm that I'm confusing the algorithm, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one because uh, and those were the the first videos on that channel. Oh gosh, no, no, I've, I've been I've got. I've been doing these since 07. I've got 600 and something videos, um, 500K views. It's it's not, it's a, it's a really old channel. And actually, since I've been optimizing it and doing some things you want me to implement, um, it's, it's been doing better. So I really appreciate your help. Okay. I just, I just didn't want that one, those couple dragging, dragging me down. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, well, I'm glad that's helped. And I mean, normally I would probably say start a new channel, but if you've already gone down that path, it sounds like if you're optimizing, optimizing and already gaining some traction on some of those new videos, you might be swinging the curve. But yes, any of those viewers are likely going to be confused on the channel and jump ship or not be interested in there. And so uh, that's how many videos, how many real estate videos have you made so far? Uh, since 07, some, you know, 630. Oh, you got 630 real estate videos on your channel? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, well, I mean, the other option is, is uh, Chrissy, what do you think? I mean, should he uh, unlist those videos? <laughs> or I would make it a playlist, honestly. Um, put it towards the bottom. You can rearrange your playlist. I would put it towards the bottom. Uh, but I think if you have 600 real estate videos and you only have you know two or three of these electric car ones, you could just make a playlist for it. And uh, it shouldn't really mess up your algorithm too much, especially if you say you had what you know half a million views as yeah. a whole on your channel. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry too much about it. I mean, ultimately, and, and, and it's like what Levi says. Typically, if you have a full channel, like we, I talked to someone not too long ago that they had started their channel as a weight loss channel and they had like 10,000 followers or something like that. But then they started to do real estate on it. In that case, you know, you've created an audience a pretty solid audience. And so starting a brand new channel would be a no brainer there. But yeah, I would say with three videos out of 600, you're probably not really touching too much of your overall algorithm. (laughs) So I think you should be good. I would make a playlist for it and just push it towards the bottom and then just continue with the real estate videos from there. All right. Thank y'all so much. You're welcome. Uh, all right. Uh, real, I've got a hard stop. Tracy, you have a quick question. I do. So my question is creating a new brand YouTube versus what I already have and revamping it. Uh, is the one you already have like just your name and under your, your uh, Gmail account? Yes, and I, I I can change the name, I suppose, but yeah, it's just the basic premiere. Well, if you if you change the name on that original account, usually what that'll do is it'll wipe out um, all your comments and and uh, something else. I forgot what else it does. So it's almost it is almost like a reset on your channel. It's not something I do recommend. I mean, I'm a big fan of the brand channel. So have you made a significant amount of real estate videos so far? Oh, less than 100. And I have a whopping less than 20 followers. So I'm not giving up a whole lot. So we're probably dealing with a little lack, you know, but um, just afraid of starting over again. I did do a brand channel per your advice. I was just wondering, can you pull videos from the old channel and drag it over to the brand? Or are you thinking, Tracy, just blow that thing up and start over again? Well, I mean, you could do, here's what you could do. I mean, yes, you can start though. You can start the brand channel, start your new videos. You should be much better at creating videos than you were before. So you could really get this channel to take off. If you pull over any videos, I would unlist them on the other channel and and then you could redo the, you could change out the music or, I mean, it really wouldn't matter if you unlisted them, if you wanted to repost them. But if you start posting new content, like with your skills and, and abilities today, and then you start posting some of those older videos possibly, then that could be confusing because people, you know, they'll probably be able to tell 
okay, you posted some old videos. So it just depends on you know how how well they've done or if uh, you just want to if you're okay with starting, I would just start fresh and and rock and roll from there. Sounds good, and just repurpose the videos I've done in the past with my new skill set. Yep. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Do we have a minute for rapid fire questions? We've had quite a few people comment in the in the chat. Uh, I don't. But uh, okay. Well, maybe we'll have to answer some of these for our Q and A next week. Yeah. Uh, I'll make a note. I'll go to Mr. Sincere. He was up here too, and just in case he had a uh, one final question, or if he's just hanging out. If not, then I'm, I got to jump. I got a hard stop. I'm already over. But uh, yes, yes, Levi. I was just hanging out. I was listening. Okay, cool. I'm still going through the course right now, but thank you guys. It's awesome. been good. Okay, cool. Appreciate you. All right. Well, then uh, I'm sorry I wasn't able to get to the chat. We'll uh, I don't know screenshot Chrissy if you want. Maybe we can uh, yep. touch on some Are of those done. things. Yep. Touch on some of those things next week, and we will see see you then. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in partnering with us to access our YouTube course and coaching at no cost, schedule a call at passiveprospectingpartner.com.